Live from our studios in Austin, Texas, this is Drinking Bros Fake News with Ross Patterson, Dan Holloway, Papa G with the traffic. How do you feel? Not good. Yeah? Field reporter, Hot Bob. And Delco Dan with Sports. Welcome to Fake News. Yeah! Welcome to Drinking Bros Fake News, everybody. Bringing you the realest, fakest news of the weekend, Anthony. And boy, there was a lot. It was a lot this weekend. Something happened in Russia, I heard. Okay? So I want you to, to get your guns and just kind of wait underneath the desk because they're coming here next. I don't think anything actually happened. Did it or did it not? Everybody made a, a huge deal out of it, but I can't tell. I can't tell. <clears throat> I mean, it was a huge deal. It's just that nothing actually happened. Okay. Okay. Which is kind of weird, right? Yeah. It's like it, it, it was Russia's Y2K, basically. Yeah. Well, you think so? Yeah. But before we get there. Yeah, we get some memes to we start some off weird with. shit to look. You haven't looked at any of these yet, right? I haven't seen any of these. I refuse to look at these until we get in on Mondays. Uh, as always, you can only see these on Drinking Bros Podcast on Patreon. So let's fire away, yeah. shall we? So, Bob, you got to pull up that first one. The first one is... Uh, <clears throat> it's June, right? So it's D-Day month. Okay. Um, D-Day being the day that we uh, attacked Germany and France, mm-hmm. right? June 6, yeah. 1941. Um, <clears throat> There's a little bit of different spin on it. Now, if you've ever seen any of the video, like if you've seen the opening scene of uh, Saving Private Ryan where they're on Omaha Beach trying to make their way up the beach... Maybe the greatest scene in, in cinema yeah. history. Every time I watch that I in, or play a video game with it in there, I always wonder, like, how the fuck did we win this war? Yeah. Right? Um, and it's one of the worst things that's ever happened on a beach, too. Sure is. One of, but yeah. not the worst. No. No, it definitely isn't. Let's see the meme, Bob. What do we got here, Bob? Oh, God damn it. Is that Lizzo? And it's the worst thing that's happened to a beach since oh, D-Day. boy. It's Lizzo in a fucking bikini. Can we blow that up, Bob? Can we see that a little bigger there? Oh, boy. That's not great. That is not great whatsoever. Which which beach is that? Uh, I, it doesn't matter because it's now unlivable. My God. Having her on your beach is almost like... Uh, there's nuclear fallout, so you can't go back for 25,000 years. Yeah, it's not great for the beach. Bob, I don't understand why you can't figure out how to make that bigger. Me neither, Bob. Because uh, I'm doing Twitter. it on my laptop right now. It's Twitter. Yeah. So what does that mean exactly? I got you. Uh, just Google Lizzo in a bathing suit. That'll probably, that'll probably do it. You can it, hold down control and then scroll Bob up. Bob hates Google, though. I don't know why. Everybody's got their thing. Everybody's in a, like an iPhone or an Android guy. Bob hates Google. Are you a Bing guy, Bob? Should we switch to Bing? Should we lob a call into Bing and see what they're doing these days? There we go. They, do, they are the only one using AI. That's what I heard, dude. It's just Bing, dude. It's classic <clears throat> Bing. God damn, that's even worse blown up. Holy shit. Do you think she uses the back fat folds to store things? Brazilian vacation. So this is in Brazil. I'm not, I'm not real sure here. But if she's hoping that people are going to go away online, like the trolls and shit like that, that's not going to help. No, that, that, that's definitely not going to help. 
Um, all right, I'm tired of looking at this, so I'm going to yeah, vomit. I can't, so, I can't see that anymore. <clears throat> the next one is a brief video um, about background checks. Okay. Or not video. Oh, yeah, it is a video. Let's it's, pop it up It's here. another one like the one we saw last week. I, these these very intense scenes from the Avengers. Oh, with, yeah, these are great. With different yep. themes over them are really funny. So play this. Being for a treat. You know, back before the war broke out, I was a saucier in San Antonio. I bet I could call up some of them greens. Yeah. There was some crawfish <laughs> out the patty, yo. I made us some crab apples for dessert now. <laughs> <laughs> just giving a, a look back to Robert Downey Jr. And By the saying, way, hey dude! Every time Robert Downey Jr. gets asked about that role, he defends it, which I appreciate. No matter how much vegan bullshit he does, sure. he's wasting away right now. We're losing a national treasure right now because he's uh, Bob. Find a picture of uh, Robert Downey Jr. lately. Oh yeah, uh, I can stop you right there. He's uh, he's doing a reality show, and it comes out I think in a week. So I saw him, and it's fine, but he went sober, he went vegan, um, and it's pretty much just to stay alive. That's what no, I've no, no. gathered. No, going Robert vegan, Downey Jr.? Going vegan to stay alive, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. It's not that. It's, it's everything that is involved in drugs, alcohol, all the stuff. Like, what does that have to do with veganism? completely cut out right here. Um, yeah, vegan food is extremely bad for you. Uh, look, tell it to, to the right people here because they don't believe it. Uh, so he's just going to get thinner not, and thinner. That's not the picture I'm talking about. There's a picture of him wearing way, that's not Harry Carey-style glasses. Yeah. Um, just just type in Robert Downey Jr. vegan. But he's also, uh, yeah, right there. There nope. we go. That's not even close. Like, there was a famous It's one of the biggest memes of the year so far. And there it is, right there. So. Uh, this one? Yes. Let's see it here. Pop that up. Look at this fucking jabroni. Oh, and yeah, then there's one yeah. where he takes his That's hat right. off, and, and it's like he just looks bad, man. Well, That's what, what happens. Do? He's got to be, what, 60 years old? Is uh, he yeah. 58 years old? So. No, he's rich. He should not look like that at 58. And do he you had know a what? hard life, so, though. So animals have claws and teeth, mm-hmm. right? That's how they defend themselves. Do you know how plants defend themselves? Uh, it was just vicious punches and a, nope. and a mean ground game. Nope. Toxic shit that's impossible to digest. Okay. That's how. Yeah. It's fucking stupid. Stop eating vegetables. They're pointless. <laughs> so are you. Um, now we're going to move into some Titanic stuff because I, it's just been so relevant lately. Um, are we all done with the Titanic? I feel like if I get one more Titanic meme, um, I'm, I'm going to kill someone. I've been sliding them to general now. These are the only two that I've liked so okay. far. So they're the only two we're ever going to look at. All right. And these are the um, last. We're, we're done after today, right? Yeah. If you send me a Titanic meme after today, I will block you. Yeah. So at 5 p.m. East Coast time, if you send a I'll Titanic I'll give them until tomorrow because the audio show goes out at night. I won't. I won't do it. I've been sliding them over. Uh, if it's what I think it is, we'll see. There's two we'll of them. We'll see. Okay. We'll go with the first one. How many people died in the Titanic? Uh, 1,503 people has crossed out. And it now says 1,508. That I like. I don't mind that one. Yeah. That that's, one's okay. That's not even a joke. That's just information. Yeah, that's just information. Is, you know, if a meme is somewhat funny just and is just information, then I'm, I'm down with that. Now, pull up the next one, Bob, because I think this is I, – I actually titled this Better Titanic. Okay. Because I think this one's better. 
There we go. Oh, you got That's the new Ocean Gate controller, and it's a fucking guitar from Guitar Hero. Yeah. I, uh, I, look, this guy's lucky he went down with this goddamn thing. How did this not become the first controller? I've never had one of those disconnect on me. Ever. A million times of smashing it against the couch. Ever. I, I mean, I, a wired controller of some sort would have been nice, right? Even if it's an old NES controller. It's all the way. You can have a wire run into the sub. Why? What do you mean? It has some sort of radio. The controller was not in the sub with them. Uh, well, I, here's the thing: when it blew this, up, they, this did, little, find this the, little they lo- did find the controller. Yeah, at the, the, bottom lo- of the, seat. the Logitech controller. Yeah. was in the sub with them. It was the in sub. the sub with them. The and, submersible. And here's the other thing: um, after the implosion, they did find it. So there's a picture of it out there on the floor. So it it lived somehow through yeah. that implosion. How much is that fetching on eBay? Boy, yeah. they're they're talking about it now. What they're gonna do, and uh, you know, you probably obviously leave it at this point. You bronze it. You, yeah, one would have to. I mean, it's it's gonna be mecca for some people. For some, gonna, uh, you, you you face that and pray five times a day. People are gonna go back to see the both of these goddamn things now, and this is gonna go on for a, a, a very long time. I don't believe that that's real. The, because what the I, controller? Yeah, the controller. Yeah, I, I, the controller, them buying it, I know that it's part of the equipment list. It was a $29 Logitech that you could buy on Amazon. Uh-huh. I, know that. I know that for sure. I don't think they actually found the, it. No, the image is fake. Yeah, that's what I thought. Oh, this is? Yeah. But can you imagine? Thank ima- God, Can dude. you imagine? Thank, f- I'm actually glad about that. Can you imagine the solo this dude would have been playing? Oh, down there? If he had right the guitar? Death? Yeah. I mean, just like absolutely Just killing click, it click 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 yeah. you would have i mean it would have been clicking so hard like a fucking african speaking on on you know what i mean guitar hero clicks there. and pops baby yeah uh, all right because after this by the way they keep popping up with these random stories about the titanic and everything that's going on yeah so mr beast was supposed to be on there mm-hmm. Uh, the kid, and this is this is where we get to like the sad part on TMZ, where they're just really reaching now. They were saying, "Oh my God, the kid who died! It was his dream to break the world record for Rubik's cube, solving a Rubik's cube." And I guess he had been working on it, mm-hmm. and uh, the record was three point six seconds. Um, his personal record was nineteen seconds, which is nowhere near close. So and why his mom even post that story. Today? His his mom was actually scheduled to go on, and she let him go instead because he wanted. To. He really wanted to go. Yeah. Well, so good di- good parenting choice. In a way, he died doing what he loved. Was he doing the Rubik's cube though? No, Getting... but he, he was being rearranged. Oh, nailed it! Boom. And that's a way to start off a Monday. Bob. That's a weird way to say. No, it, to I'm 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 proud of that. Actually, I like it. I like it, Bob. I'll give you the credit you deserve on that joke. All right, today. we're so. We're all done with the Titanic now. I don't want to hear about it. You know, they're, mo- they're I don't want to see anymore. Netflix is adding Titanic to Netflix July first, and yeah. I'm thinking about canceling Netflix because <laughs> I'm fucking tired. Of it. I've never even seen that shitty movie, dude. It's so fucking hard trying to find whatever movie you used to love now. So, oh, at least everything. we know it's there. I have everything. Titanic um, is like uh, t- we were talking about this on Soft Course the other day. Titanic is like Pearl Harbor, where if you just start at the actual historical event and skip the two-hour love story, it's fucking great. Like, the actual action, fantastic. Right, in the movie itself. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if you just start with the Titanic and the iceberg, pretty fucking dope. If you just start at Pearl Harbor, like, the morning when the planes are coming, sure. pretty dope, to be honest. But the rest of it, absolutely Yeah, ass. not for me, buddy. I uh, felt the same thing about the, romance. the actual, like, Titanic situation. A bunch of rich people going on a boat, that's not funny. You're cool. A bunch of rich people dying on a boat. Yeah, pretty funny. Now we're right? now we're getting somewhere. Cooking with gas. But there were a bunch of pores on that boat as well. So collateral it, damage. It, it, it was yeah. mostly, That's collateral damage. It was mostly pores that died. But if you know, 
one rich person is worth like 20 poor people. So it kind That's of true. Even. And it's usually a three to one ratio. So on a cruise ship, if there's 1,500 passengers, usually there's a 4,500 crew. It's about a three to one ratio. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. We're done with the Titanic. If I hear about it again, I'm going to kill somebody. Sure. Um, this next one, I don't really know what the fuck it is. It looks like, I, I don't know. I just, just need to play it and watch it. Um, Where's the money, Lebowski? Oh, you want that money, Lebowski? <laughs> Bunny says you're good for it. Where's the fucking money, shithead? Oh, it's, it's down there somewhere. Let me take another look. Oh. <laughs> now, this, this is... baptism video that's been going around of this baby is made me laugh oh, yeah. forever. Yeah, and now that's... Uh, is this some kind of orthodox? Yeah, that's, East, that's some orthodox, either Greek or Eastern or Russian. Yeah, so they're uh, really aggressive with the baptism. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I don't know how much I've heard about orthodox uh, pedophilia, mm-hmm. but the Catholics just like do a little drizzle. So I think there's some. I think there's something here. Like the Catholics in public don't want to actually touch the kid because yeah. they're, you know, they're touching them other places. So that makes me trust orthodox Christians way more. I like this version better. Oh, it's um, way funnier too. Yeah. yeah. So I'm 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 all for this. To be one. honest, the best case scenario, I think would be Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like, you put the kid on some kind of platform or something, and then Steve Austin kicks him in the stomach, stuns them into the water to baptize them. That would be, for me, that would be the apex of religion. I would convert right now. If that was the religion, I would convert right now. There's no question. For sure, dude. Um, I've never been baptized. I can do it. You want to you want to go out back and just dunk me around a little bit? I, I can do I'll it. Take, with I'll take some bread and wine. This we can move bottle on. of water right here. That's communion. That's different. Ah, whatever. Technically, you're not supposed to take communion before you're baptized. Really? Yeah. Maybe I was baptized. Who knows? I don't remember it. I don't remember it at all. Yeah, doesn't matter. Nah, I'm fine with it. Now this last one uh, is really fucking funny. Okay. And that's all I have to say about that. Well, that's fine. What do we got here? Oh, nice a little trumpet. <laughs> What the fuck? Wow, dude. We don't have it. What, what happened? happened? What happened there? Ah, they bleeped it. They bleeped it on you. What was he saying in it? Uh, he says the N-word. Ah, yeah. That's going to happen. He doesn't actually say it. They're going to take that he down. He says the N-word. <laughs> it's from a video where Trump said the N-word referring to nuclear. But yeah, dude, they bleeped it out. Wow. Elon nuked this. Yeah, he nuked it, dude. So that's problematic. Is it? Or is it pretty on brand with everything that's happening right now? Uh, well, Elon is a piece of shit. I've been telling you guys this for years. It's, people have been sucking his dick and worshiping him for a long time, but he is a censoring asshole, and he ruined the show today. I'm going to leave. Mm-hmm. I'd walk that out. That is actually, like, fucked. That's really bad that that happened. Yeah. This is complete, like... Whose is it? Whose uh, account is that, by the way? Just some random guy who made this meme, uh, which has made me fucking cry laughing. Like, uh, man. Yeah. They nuked it. They muted just the N-word parts. And he says, and by the way, for the audio listeners, it is literally just the N-word. I mean, think part. about that from the perspective of a free speech absolutist who's now having his team go inside of a video you create to censor certain words. Sure. Sure. 
Wow. I think that's going to start happening more and more. That's that's not shocking to me at all. That's really bad. Who wasn't it? Uh, RFK that just got a in uh, Jordan Peterson. Yeah, they did an interview two days ago that just got ripped off of YouTube. Yeah. That's gone. I mean, not surprising with YouTube. It, they, it is to me. You've got a guy who's polling at 22 percent on the Democratic Party, and sure, you can't yeah. air an interview yeah. with that candidate. Donald Trump was polling at ninety nine percent in the Republican Party. And yeah, they still true. censored everything he said and kicked him off platform. Yeah, yeah, shit, yeah. So, um, he was the actual president, and they kicked him off. Of uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's fucking wild, man. Mm. Um, was it Jordan Peterson? Does Jordan Peterson have a YouTube page? Uh, he's on the Daily Wire now, but yeah, it was uh, it was Jordan Peterson. Yeah. And I'm not surprised about that from YouTube, though, because YouTube openly does that and they don't apologize or care about it. Elon Musk is the one out there telling everybody how he's a free speech absolutist. And as you can see, he is not. Right. Not even close. No. What a piece of fucking shit. Do you think he has the time to do any of this fucking bullshit? I think he's the CEO of the company. Yeah. And if I'm the CEO of the company and I say no censorship like that mm-hmm. and it happens, I fire everybody involved. I agree. Let, right? me, put it, let me put it this way. Maybe he doesn't have the time, but if this stuff wasn't being censored and people were celebrating him for it, he'd steal that valor. Mm-hmm. So you might as well give him shit if he's even if he's not doing it, it's his fucking company. I'm oh, so- look, I, I agree. <laughs> look, yeah. it's, it's your fucking company, and if you want to own sixty, you still have to take responsibility for all sixty companies. I'm suspended on Twitter right now, anyways. Are you really? What? How? How many days? <sighs> I don't know, like a couple. <laughs> what? What was it? Um, this one I didn't think was that bad. Okay. I get to spin it on there all the time, but this one, <clears throat> it was some cyclist, believe it or not, yeah. and his uh, wife driving down a sidewalk next to a woman, and the woman's like, whoa, get the fuck away from me. Like, put her arms out to the side like this, because you're not supposed to be riding your bicycle on the sidewalk. Asshole. Okay. That's why there's a bike lane. Yeah. Um, you're not a pedestrian if you're on a bicycle. So uh, he, the dude flipped back around and drove or rode his little gay bike over and got up in the woman's face and started threatening her and shit like a grown man. And okay. his, his, his wife, if that's what she was, had to like restrain. But by the way, no woman can restrain me. Right. If I really wanted to come fuck somebody up. And all I said was this dude needs his ass beat, which I think is a reasonable thing to say. Sure. Because he's like getting violent with a woman. Yeah. Uh, zucked. Yeah. Well, Musk. No, it's Zucked. Is Elon it? Musk and, and, and Zuckerberg are the same guy. <laughs> they're the same fucking guy. Stop, let's stop pretending like they're different. Uh, news-wise, first up is the coup that wasn't. Uh, the investigation into the criminal case involving Yevgeny. Come on now. Come on now. Prigozhin. There you go. I think I nailed it. I think I nailed it. Yes, we got some listeners in the back. You can go ahead and clap for that. Delco's real goddamn stingy on the fucking clap machine over there, dude. Uh, don't like it. Don't like it at all. I did, by the way, tell you how to say it before the show no, started. No, I, I heard it. Um, I, I heard somebody outside. There was a bunch of workers outside who were cutting the grass talking about it. Nope. Uh, they're big fans of Prigozhin. Uh, Prigozhin and his alleged involvement in uh, organizing an armed mutiny is still active. Uh, Russian state news agency TASS said Monday, citing a source close to the prosecutor general's office on Saturday, Kremlin spokesperson Dmitry Peskov told journalists a deal had been reached with Prigozhin uh, and the charges against him for calling for an armed rebellion would be dropped 
without providing a time frame. While the Kremlin spokesperson said uh, criminal charges against Prigozhin have been dropped, uh, state media TASS uh, said the case against him is still active, citing a source uh, close to the office there. So was this real or was this not? Um, Because Twitter was going nuts that, you know, Russia is going to fall now. We've got a civil war. Civil war was trending number one. And then when you saw the actual footage of it, this guy was 127 miles from Moscow. So he wasn't even in the city, but they Mm -hmm. had said Moscow's being taken over. And that wasn't true. Is any of this real here? Because I can't figure it out. And looking at the picture of this guy, um, he looks like he's uh, uh, like... I don't know. He owns a pizza shop in in Chicago, on the north side of Chicago. He doesn't even look like a, a real general or anything else here. Oh, he's not. Oh, he's not. No, no. Okay. No. no. So here, here's. I'll give you a brief history of Yevgeny Prigozhin. Um, Eighteen years old gets arrested for petty theft, and gets a suspended sentence. Don't do it again. Two years later, gets arrested for a larger theft and gets sentenced to twelve years in prison. He does nine years in prison. And then he comes out and, and, and begins, uh, he starts a hot dog stand. It's an interesting, but sure. you probably don't need a background check to do that. So fair enough. Yeah. Um, and then over the next several years, somehow becomes 15% stakeholder in a very large restaurant group. I'm guessing maybe because he fucking killed some people, right? That, that, probably. It's Russia. So that's how it goes there. Yeah. Um, continues to, to grow in the restaurant industry through the mid and late 90s. And then at some point becomes friends with um, with, with uh, Putin, right? Mm-hmm. Probably because uh, working for or with some of the same people that are involved in the mob. Um, <clears throat> and at some point he started Wagner. I don't know exactly when it happened, but... I think it was 2014. He also, yeah, uh, it was in the mid-2010 sometime, but he also kept that secret for a long time. Like, nobody knew who Wagner belonged to or who was the, the CEO of it or whatever. And I think he finally admitted to being the CEO in, like, 2020 or some shit. It wasn't that long ago. Um, but we've seen Wagner all over the place. They started out using uh, former and even sometimes current Spetsnaz guys, like Russian Special Forces, uh, FSB guys. Um, but it kind of... He, he used his contacts in the mob with the government and from previously being a um, uh, criminal himself to just start drafting criminals. And that was the deal Wagner had for a long time is you come work for us and serve a certain amount of time and you get out of your criminal sentence. Mm -hmm. Um, Me personally, I've heard various reports over the weekend and rumors. Uh, One is that Putin might have staged this on his own and set this up. Uh, to pick out who was against him, uh, who was for him, or that he could stomp out anybody that that, uh, chose to start a civil war in that country. I don't know how much I believe on that. With this Prigozhin guy, uh, the other part that I've heard is he has disappeared off the face of the earth and nobody knows where the fuck he is. Although he was supposed to have been exiled to Belarus. Yeah, so there's some breaking news on that. Um, he finally released a video, resurfaced for the first time since Saturday, actually. Yep, Genny. This morning, yeah. Um, he posted an 11-minute voice recording on social media. The general gist is um, he says that the march towards Moscow was intended to be a protest against the prosecution of the war in Ukraine and not aimed at regime change. That's his words. Um, 
He's been protesting the execution of the war for some time. Like you, you remember a couple of months ago, bitching about not having bullets and blah 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 yeah. stuff. Um, <clears throat> and then he goes on to say that quote: "We started our march due to injustice. We showed no aggression, but we were hit by missiles and helicopters. That was the trigger. Uh, we showed a master class on February twenty fourth, twenty twenty two. That is during the initial part of some of these invasions." We turned around to avoid spilling the blood of Russian soldiers. We regret that we had to hit ru- any Russian aviation. That's what he said. And now, allegedly, he's on his way to uh, to Belarus, but I'm not sure if that's even going to happen. He also, by the way, called for the um, termination of the MOD, uh, the Minister of Defense in Russia, who's now they're, they're in a back-and-forth shit-talking match. Russia's Pentagon, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, so what's the outcome going to be of all of this then? I don't, I mean, I don't know what the outcome is going to be because I don't know what the fucking point of any of this was. I don't either. It seems like it, it, honestly, the only thing I'm definitely sure of is that the United States was involved somehow. That's the only thing I'm sure of because we know that they, so the U S even admitted as much that they knew this was going to happen uh, at least two weeks ago. Right? Okay. Now, how would they know that intercepting? You, do you really think? That uh, Pergosian is just using his fucking cell phone, be like, "Hey, we're going to invade Moscow, boys. You ready? Hope nobody's listening." Like, come on, man. I think it's WhatsApp. Uh, it w- they don't use. Uh, they they After do reading use WhatsApp. The Hunter Biden shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, Homeboy they, just went on WhatsApp. And a lot did all of that shit? a lot of people in Europe do use WhatsApp, but nobody in the intelligence <laughs> community does. Only idiots use that shit. Um, even oh, as a matter of fact, boy. if you if you watched um, <clears throat> Jack Carr's The Terminal List on Amazon Prime. Uh, Chris Pratt's character says as much that WhatsApp's been compromised for years, right? That's how we get most of our targeting. So I would be shocked if they were using WhatsApp for their actual communication like that. Now, maybe the U.S. government has some highly placed source, or maybe they called and said, hey, why don't you fucking turn on Moscow right quick, and then we'll send you a couple of billion dollars, because we just lost six and a half billion, Mm -hmm. you know, and Ukraine just gets it, I guess. I don't know what the fuck's happening there. Um, the, The most interesting part about this in the short term is, What's Russia doing in Bakhmut to continue prosecuting the war? Because I think that was primarily the area of operation for Wagner. Is that still going on? Because that was a pretty hotly contested area. It is. Uh, there's fighting on the north and south flanks. The city itself is kind of mm. not right now. So I'm not sure how they're going to handle that. And then in the long term, it, let's say uh, Delco brought it up earlier. There is a rumor that this may have been like a Russian false flag to weed out some people who might be uh, collaborators with the West Mm -hmm. or who might be trying to challenge Putin and and conduct regime change. Um, And he just wanted to ferret those people out so you can fuck them up later on. Maybe. I mean, anything's possible. These people are crazy. But I don't know if you saw Putin's address over the weekend. Yeah. But if that was his intent, this is that was fucking stupid. And, And that's what I think, too, which is why I can't figure out any of this, because if I'm looking at the shit show that went on over the weekend. Uh, you're looking at our current president here and everything that's going on here. If you're China, you've got to be like, man, is there, and like, I mean, they're number one with a, this is like the Warriors team over there. Mm. And you're just looking at the rest of the league of like, what are these fuck ups doing? Do we really have to do anything? The problem is, you're from China, you can't really rely on anyone. If you look at what, hap- what happened in Russia this weekend, how do you rely on Russia as your fucking best homie? At this point. <clears throat> yeah, that's a good question. Uh, so apparently Putin's been on the phone with China. He's been on the phone with Iran. He's been on the phone with uh, Qatar, a couple of other allies of theirs. 
um, to maybe to reassure them. But again, I, I'm perfectly fine accepting the possibility that Putin made a mistake or something like that. But this is, you, you got to understand, this is an old school, late era Cold War, like F, FSB guy. They, they play long games really well. It's like, mm-hmm. That's the thing they do. They're not really good. They're good at targeted assassination and playing long, drawn-out political cat-and-mouse games. That's what they're really good at. He would never fucking do something like this to make himself look that weak. So <sighs> the other possibility is that Prigozhin's a fucking psycho. That seems likely, right? But he's also a mercenary, and mercenaries work for money. Yep. And who's got a lot of it? Yeah. We do. Um, this seems like probably an American uh, an intelligence operation and a good one too. Very effective. Although I don't, you have to think about the fallout of this stuff, right? Like I know uh, we would love for Russia to lose this war. We is like our political apparatus would love that. I don't think they want it to happen too fast because they're still making billions and billions of dollars off selling weapons to them and shit. But I know they would like for Russia to lose this, certainly. Um, but what happens if there is regime change in Russia? Like, if there's a civil war in Russia right now, how does that look? So they have, what, fucking 5,000 or so tactical nukes? Mm-hmm. How does that look for the world if Russia comes under the control of somebody far crazier than Putin? Not right? great. Uh, it says here um, China is actually meeting with Russia as we speak. Um, So their diplomats are meeting. Uh, China backs Russians' national stability. What stability at this point? If that's real, right? Um, Because if it is real, then you have no stability. And uh, right now, everybody else, the media at least, is questioning who's winning the war, why, uh, and all of it. And if you're China, this is your your bestie here uh, who looks like shit on the national stage. Uh, who else is left? Because it's not like the U.S. is going to cozy up to you that tight. Um, I'm not really sure what happens here. Or does China just back away from all this and be like, fucking let it burn, dude? Yeah, I don't know about all that. <clears throat> it's a good question about China. We'll see. I mean, but I mean, if you're China, you'd be yeah. like, well, fuck. I, these guys suck. This other country mm-hmm. sucks. We're number one. What I Do we really need to do anything but just let these two fucking countries burn on their own? So... Yeah, it's uh, yeah maybe. It I mean, was it, super fascinating to watch over the weekend. It was really interesting to see for ten hours, like the all the leftists on Twitter and stuff, kind of celebrating this. I, I I don't. I guess you don't necessarily have to take a side to feel like it's a good thing for Russia to lose. I don't know if I believe that because what does it mean for Russia to lose? It means for the second time in forty years we lose track of a fuckload of nuclear weapons. Not just the weapons themselves, but fizzle material, generally speaking, right? Mm -hmm. Um, That's not great. And the other part is like... Are you rooting for Prigozhin now? You're rooting for the psycho because the other guy you don't like politically? You know what I mean? Say what you want to about uh, Putin. He's he's, He's definitely a psychopath, but he's not unstable. You know what I mean? Stability matters. Everybody's not going to think and feel the same way we do, and we don't have the right to go to their country and uproot their entire system of government because we disagree with it. But there is something to be said for stability. There's projections that something like four to five million Iraqis died 
because after we eliminated Saddam Hussein, mm-hmm. because infrastructure went to shit, crime rose, blah blah blah. Yeah. Right. So I, I I don't know what the right answer to do here is, except for mind our fucking business. But we're never going to do that. No. Um, but the other thing is, what do you do with all those nukes then? So let's say Prigozhin would have taken over. Do you step in then, or do you celebrate that? Um, I don't. I don't do know I enough about the, the hot guy who spent ten years in jail for for thievery and then made his way through the bratva basically to become wealthy and powerful. No. But he was a young hot dog salesman. Yeah. He was out there hustling in the streets, yeah. selling hot dogs in the freezing cold. Yeah, I really don't know. And um, he, he made a life out of himself. Um, I'm not sure because everybody we've had on the show, uh, including yourself, obviously, over the years, um, talking about Iraq, says the same thing of like, yeah, if Saddam would have stayed, he fucking sucks, but at least it was stable. Um, same with Putin. So I don't know what the right answer is, to be honest with you. Yeah, Lavrov um, says... That they're that the uh, uh, the Kremlin's going to investigate Western involvement in this. I don't know if that's just like a dog whistle or what. We'll see, but you know, the, pro- w- the but the problem is they have their hands full. So let's say they investigated and it came back and it said, "All right, we have evidence that the U.S. was involved in this." Well, great, we blew up that fucking pipeline. Yeah. So they, would, they didn't do anything for that. What are they going to do about this? Yeah. It wouldn't matter. Like. Not 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 just that people wouldn't, even if they did believe it, which I don't think they would, like the broader community, they still wouldn't do anything about it. So. No, and it's not like they're going to come over here and attack the United States. Well, so China might. China, China could. China's building a training facility in Cuba right now. Right. Which We're is, by the way. We're just letting them do that. that that's what, stu- well, I mean, it's who are we to say they can't? Yeah, no, it's, but that's uh, the Bay of Pigs shit right there. We've got, we've got base in, in South Korea, mm-hmm. like right there. I know, it's right there. So. so we'll see what happens. We'll see how all this shakes out. But right now, uh, China's losing a bestie, and I, I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. I don't even know if they care. I, f- I find it hilarious that Russia immediately flew all their people over there, though. Um, to overnight. China? Yeah, and they just said, hey, let's sit down and meet and figure this the fuck out. What is there to figure out unless you're coming up with some sort of excuse or saying that you handled this in a uh, stable and quick manner and you want business to go back to usual. But uh, fuck, I don't know. Uh, We'll skip ahead of this bottom story here because this is fucking lighting up uh, online as we speak. Uh, Will Merrick Garland be impeached? Uh, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy uh, said on Sunday that he would possibly open an impeachment inquiry into Attorney General Merrick Garland if IRS whistleblower claims uh, that the Justice Department interfered with the Hunter Biden probe uh, are proved true. Last week, the House Ways and Means Committee released transcripts of interviews with two IRS whistleblowers who claimed decisions made during the probe by the DOJ, FBI, and IRS officials seemed to be influenced by politics, you think? Uh, He says, we need to get the facts, and that includes... Reconciling these clear disparities, U.S. Attorney uh, David Weiss must provide answers to the House Judiciary Committee. McCarthy said Sunday on Twitter, if the whistleblowers' allegations are true, uh, this will be a significant part of a larger impeachment inquiry into Merrick Garland's weaponization of the DOJ. Now, I believe he was on a Fox show uh, this morning talking about this, and uh it looks as if he's willing, I mean, it, it seems uh, that he's uh, willing to get this done by July 7th, at least file these articles of impeachment 
against Merrick Garland to get him out of there. Um, I don't have any reason to believe that this probably won't happen at this point, right? Um, well, I mean, the the one reason to believe it won't is because Kevin McCarthy is a bitch, right? I would have said that uh, up until last week. I mean, they actually censured Adam Schiff, so they got one thing done. That's not. A th- that's nothing, though, right? We'll see. That's a, that's something you can do that has very little political fallout. Um, we'll, hey, we'll find out because if Schiff's running for Senate, then it could in the long run because the Senate seat is you, way more valuable you, than a Congress. Do you seat. think that? liberals in california give two fucks that a republican house censured adam schiff yes i absolutely do that i i promise you they don't every single person in california who lives there is is now an expert in politics so yes um i i 100 believe it why uh as soon as it happens are you on these mailers because i am hmm? you'll get these fundraising mailers about they censured adam schiff and everything else that's where i heard about it first and then I opened up Twitter after that was I got these fucking mailers from L.A. And I was like, we need to donate more money. This can't happen ever again. And blah, 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 blah. The more they talk about it and amplify it, um, the more it makes everybody get involved in politics and want to give money and cash and all that other shit. Yeah, I, I, I think this will matter to them uh, it, in the state of California. If it was like Kansas, I would say no. It might matter in so far as they support him more. Yeah. Because they think he's being attacked, but it's not going to affect Schiff's ability to get elected in any way. But he's getting elected in California? Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's so, getting, he's getting so elected. So the censure was pointless, and yeah. everybody knows it. I, I'm not sure. Um, but this, to me, would be meaningful, um, especially with what happened uh, over the weekend with the WhatsApp thing. Well, this would, this would be meaningful because if a cabinet-level guy gets... Uh, 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 impeached, they lose their job immediately. Mm-hmm. That, that's certainly, yeah, they fire him. That's that's meaningful. It's not meaningful to censure somebody. Um, but with this, man, uh, you know, I, did you see the WhatsApp uh, text messages mm-hmm. over the weekend? Um, that was fucking bananas, dude. Like, all of this, we know what they did. Um, I think they know what they did. The only question I have that is left is, if he gets impeached, does the Biden family then immediately go down? And, and do the Democrats want this? Because the way this keeps drip, drip, dripping out mm-hmm. there before the election, it almost seems like this is planted by the Democratic side at this point. Maybe. Because you've had this info for two years. They, they might be, if they're trying to keep uh, Biden around, getting rid of Garland is one way to do it. Because then you have to confirm a new attorney general. Uh-huh. And... The right won't wouldn't confirm somebody that wouldn't pursue the case, if that makes sense. So that means the attorney general. Uh, uh, what what would happen is Biden would give somebody the the role of acting, which doesn't need to be uh, confirmed by the Senate. Okay, and then that person would serve out until Biden got replaced, or if he continued. Right. Um, so. Uh, so what would happen in this case? Because to my knowledge, this hasn't happened in my lifetime. Would he nominate somebody, and then you don't have to vote on it because it's midterm? Um, he can take his sweet ass time nominating and appoint somebody as the acting attorney general, and that person doesn't need to be confirmed. And the attorney general, like all, all other cabinet positions, serves at the pleasure of the president. He can fire them whenever he wants, right? Okay. Which means if a guy did try to stop start investigating, he could fire him on the spot. Yeah. Uh, or he could. What would what would more likely happen is he would say, "Hey, we don't want these distractions going into the election. If they want to do something afterwards." Let them do it. But up until the election, we're not going to do these distractions. So are you going to abide by that? Okay, you're the acting attorney general. That's where I was going with this. Because if you can get him out of there and then table all of this shit until after the election's over, 
then you could essentially try to run out the clock. Now, whether that's running out the clock on an indictment or just his life in general because of his age at this point, I I don't know. And I don't even know if that's part of the planning process. Uh, Who knows? Uh, So with regard to Garland specifically, um, the claim being made is that Garland and others inside of the Department of Justice, this is according to Special Agent uh, Gary Shapley, who was overseeing the IRS case against Hunter Biden. Um, He's made several statements about how um, the DOJ stopped people from investigating it. His predecessor, the guy who was investigating before, was stopped from uh, uh, investigating it. The predecessor in question um, uh, agreed with him, mm-hmm. said, yes, that did happen. And then five additional people, so seven total, corroborated that statement. Seven FBI agents yeah. have all said the same thing, which is that um, <clears throat> uh, Merrick Garland et al. have blocked this investigation into Hunter Biden, slow walked it, obfuscated information, classified things and didn't release them to Congress or the public and blah, 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 all this other stuff. So, you know, it's one thing. There, there are people out there, whistleblowers, people who write books with an ax to grind. So, you know, in the intelligence community or in an investigation, we would refer to that as a single source, right? Yeah. Uh, 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 what do you call it? Uh, single source information. But this isn't single source. This is seven people telling the same story. Not only seven people telling the same story, but we'll we'll get to the WhatsApp shit in a second. Uh, You have all the messages. You have the laptop. You also have Zuckerberg uh, going on Rogan, what was it, a year and a half ago now, and uh, and saying the FBI asked him to stop the article from coming out in the New York Post. The New York Post was blocked. We've obviously had the fucking guy, the laptop guy on our show before. Uh, there's 17 audio messages that are out there as well from somebody else. There's just too much now at this point. So, yes, if it was one guy, like you were saying, mm. then mm. maybe you could dismiss it and be like, all right, who the fuck is this person and is this real? But it just seems like more and more of these people are popping up regarding well, this investigation and Hunter and, and yeah. his father. We don't, we don't know about Joe Biden's involvement. There's nothing with his fingerprints on it so far that I could tell. Correct. Right? Yeah. Um, but I think if you could reach an indictment on Merrick Garland for any of this stuff, like it's one thing to impeach him, but his, his replacement should then file criminal charges against him because everything he's doing is it's not just a violation of his duty. It's also a crime what he's doing. Right. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it, it would be obstruction of justice, essentially. And they could charge the former attorney, former impeached attorney general with obstruction of justice. And there's a good chance they would get a conviction if they were able to get a, an impeachment. They would probably be able to get a conviction as well. So. It seems pretty clear that Garland is acting, I would say, on behalf of Obama. I really doubt that Joe Biden knows where the fuck he is half the time. But, you know, it seems a lot like Obama's probably still involved in some of this stuff, from my perspective. He's probably running all of this, to be honest with you. Um, Ever since he got that house right after the election, I was Mm. like, all right, cool, man. You're a fucking block away. Mm. Um, This guy's check the fuck out. All these people are your people. Garland was obviously his appointment for Mm -hmm. the Supreme Court. Um, it seems like he's running all of it. Uh, yeah. None of it's going well. Yeah. And so we don't, the, the other part of it, I guess, is the WhatsApp stuff. And I, and, and I've been, I mean, I'm seeing a lot of people and hearing a lot of people talk about treason. This is treason, blah, blah, blah. It's not, unfortunately, 
It's not, I mean, I guess, unfortunately, it's not treason. Treason is very specifically defined in our Constitution, and it's not peddling influence. That's a completely separate crime. Kids, we got some sponsors to put this shit wagon on the air. First and foremost, GhostBed.com forward slash drinking bros. Half off the bundle package. Hide your wife, hide your kids, half off. Craziest savings in the history of their company. You're getting 50% off the mattress and the adjustable base combined together. Oh, it's nice. Oh, Billy. Billy, Billy, Billy. I've had it for four years. I love the goddamn thing. It's amazing. Uh, The most popular version they got, though, right now is the Split King. I don't have that one. You get two remote controls instead of one. That way you control your own destiny at night. Still goes upsy-downsy all aroundsies. And it's got the USB ports, the flashlights, and all the bells and whistles. Now, if you already have an adjustable base, you can get the mattress for 40% off with the promo code DRINKINGBROS at checkout. Matter of fact, you get everything in the entire store. 40% off with the promo code DRINKINGBROS at checkout. That's the sheets. That's the pillows. That's the new RV mattresses. Yeah, if you're traveling this summer and need a comfy mattress, they got the RV mattresses out there. Uh, they've also got a weighted blanket. They got the covers. They got everything, uh, that a bedroom would require. Now look at them. They're all grown up and they're big. Venus Williams is now one of their spokesmen. Uh, they're really doing things right. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today. When you check out, you're going to see a three year pays you go program. No interest. As long as you have decent credit over there. And, uh, let's face it, kids who doesn't want to space out those payments for three years. Feel free. All the deals that I mentioned are applicable with that. They don't have a choice but to give you those deals. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today. Next up, we got Sheath. Let's take a quick second. Thank one of our favorite sponsors and Sheath underwear. They're back. Sheath uh, makes the most comfortable boxer briefs I've ever worn. If you're sick of wearing boxers that are too loose or briefs that are too tight, Sheath is just for you. Again, I'm wearing them as I speak right now. Uh, Love these goddamn things. Uh, They're the only underwear I own now at this point. Uh, It's the best. If you got to get one pair, get one pair. Uh, It's going to change your life. The most comfortable boxer briefs you'll ever put on your body. Uh, They got the stretchy fabric. It's made out of a moisture wicking technology. They're super soft and they keep everything cool and comfortable and in the right place. Uh, love these guys. I work out in these guys. Uh, I have for years. Uh, welcome back to the program. Sheath. Um, they're particularly useful for staying cool in the summers. Hot as shit out here, especially in Texas. They've got a uh, cooling technology and dual pouches. Keeps your man parts separated and from sticking together, which is always helpful in this weather. About 108 here today. Uh, I was a little skeptical about the dual, the dual packages here, but, uh, let me tell you, it's a game changer. Uh, if you're not into it, try it, just try it for once. You can get a fucking pair and, uh, and see if I'm wrong. Um, plus they got uh, brand new materials like bamboo and mesh, uh, for even more cooling comforts, go to sheathunderwear.com to get the most comfortable underwear you'll ever wear. Use the promo code drinking bros. You'll get 20% off your order at sheathunderwear.com promo code drinking bros for 20% off your order. And again, They've got the new bamboo pairs that are perfect for all weather conditions. 
Go to sheathunderwear.com. Promo code Drinking Bros gets you 20% off over there. Next up on the old show, we got dietsmoke.com. Promo code Drinking Bros for 15% off your first purchase. They're back, baby. We got a bunch of, uh, of old sponsors back, dude. And I love these guys. Uh, huge fan of Diet Smoke. I have one every single night. Uh, the 10 milligram is where I live. If I go past that, shit gets fucking weird for me. Uh, know your limits. Know the ledge, dude. Dietsmoke.com helps you out with that. It's a perfect medium high. If you want edibles that are going to be the same every single time in and time out, uh, these are the only ones I've had that do it, dude. Um, there's been a bunch of people that brought in shit over the years. They're making it at home or some weird company's making them. Uh, I don't know where I'm going with these goddamn things. Like, There's some that I've taken that I'm like, all right, great, it's 10 milligrams. And then I'm melting into the couch and I lose half my fucking face. Never had that problem there. Now, if I take three or four of these goddamn things, that's my own fault. But they're always accurate to what it says on the package. A lot of these aren't. Um, so it's not about the variety either uh, because they got, they got them all. If you're worried about, hey, they, just the 10 milligrams, hey, they got fucking five, 10, uh, 25, I believe. The last one I got that they shipped me was 75 milligrams. Uh, my neighbors were were eating those goddamn things up. Good luck. They got 50s as well. Um, and they also got melatonin ones. They've also got CBD ones. They've also got ones with caffeine. Uh, they do all of it. And it's the best tasting ones I've ever had. It doesn't taste like a sack of fucking burnt oil. Uh, I don't know what's in these other goddamn things that people drop off, dude. But dietsmoke.com is the only company that you can trust. Right now, uh, you get... Promo code Drinking Bros will get you 15% off your first purchase. Or if you're on the fence uh, about it, which ones you want to try first, you can get some for free right now. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Free. Uh, just head over to dietsmoke.com slash free and use the code free for at checkout. All you're going to do is just pay a dollar for shipping and you're good to go. Remember, you must be 21 years or older to purchase. Enjoy responsibly. Cheers. To Diet Smoke. Go to dietsmoke.com today. Promo code Drinking Bros gets you 15% off your first order. Last but not least, we got hardafseltzer.com. We're in over 200 stores in the state of Tennessee and Florida. Now, if you're in Florida for the summer and heading out to the old ballpark, we're down at uh, Lone Depot for the Miami Marlins, and we're in uh, Tropicana Field for the Tampa Bay Rays. We're also in the Tampa Bay Rowdy Stadium. If you're into soccer, they have not lost in their last nine games, Anthony. Uh, the Rowdies uh, have not lost in their last nine games. Rays are in first place. Marlins are in second place. I'm not saying it's because they have hard AF seltzer in the stadium, but I am saying it's because they have hard AF seltzer in the stadium. Yes, I'm saying it, okay? Uh, if you're not there or you're like, hey, dude, I don't have time to go to a store locator or whatever. We're in every single Total Wines in the state of Tennessee and Florida. Uh, we do have a store locator, though, on, on the site. If you go to hardafseltzer.com, just type in your city or zip, and it'll take you to the closest store available. Got a new two new states opening next week as well. We will do a huge announcement uh, as soon as those are in stores. Uh, for the rest of you dummies, we ship right to your house. Go to hardafseltzer.com today. We'll ship them right to your doorstep. We ship them by the case, which is 24 cans, or you get $10 off if you get two cases, which is 48 cans. We'll ship them right to your doorstep. Get some 8% seltzers today at hardafseltzer.com. 
Um, but is selling it. Correct. Is, is selling it is, though, right? It's a crime, but yeah. it's not treason. Okay. It's not even anywhere approaching treason. <clears throat> Excuse me. But we'll get there in a sec. So as you may have heard, folks, there's uh, some inconvenient, more inconvenient text messages. I don't know what the fuck these people are thinking. How do you commit this high level of a crime and just text like, hey, like I, I'll text somebody and be like, hey, can you bring me some fucking ketamine? Yeah. I'm like, all right, that's probably not the smartest thing I've done. But sure. what the fuck are they going to do? They have to prove that it actually happened. They yeah. have to find me with it. Right. Before they can prove that anything actually happened. This is you're talking about stuff that has digital records. Like there's no digital records of me cramming ketamine up my nose. Right. That's all analog records. Right. <laughs> uh, there's digital record of millions of dollars being funneled into Biden bank accounts. One uh, one particular account, there was so much money getting funneled into it that the bank shut the, the account down Yeah, because they suspected fraud. Um, whatever. So do you want to read the statement that he made here? Because this is the text message that everybody's talking about right now. Of course. I would love to. Um, so as you may have heard, we now have direct evidence that Hunter Biden was peddling his father's influence in at least China. Uh, although Ukraine is still out there, mm. we haven't read those text messages yet. So release text messages so show the following statements via WhatsApp. Uh, I am sitting here with my father, and we would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled. Tell the director that I would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hands, and now means tonight. And Z, I don't know who Z is uh, in that statement. Uh, it's uh, uh, Zhang. Oh, Zhang. Okay. Uh, if I get a call or text from anyone involved uh, in this other than you, Zhang, or the chairman, I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge that you will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father. <clears throat> Obviously, his father is... Uh, it's the president of the United States. Well, currently. not at the time. He was nothing. No. Because it was after Bi Joe Biden had left office. Um, so, again, even, even in that case, this might not technically be a crime for either of them, for Hunter or for Joe, right? Accepting money uh, from a foreign... The only crime that would have been committed is that Hunter Biden didn't register as a lobbyist. That is, that's dealing with people in the international community, but that would be a fine at most. Right. Right. So <clears throat> in addition to that, the 2020 Senate report revealed that beginning on August 14th, 2017, Hunter Biden initiated a string of 20 wire transactions from Owasco to Lion Hall Group, a consulting firm linked to President Biden's brother, James Biden, and his wife, Sarah, uh, so Joe's uh, sister-in-law. The transactions continued through August 3rd, 2018, and total $1.4 million. That's in addition to the other $10 million that we already know about. Great. Um, now, it's possible that Hunter was bluffing, that Joe was not even there in the room. And yeah. He's just trying to use his dad's, uh, 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 I guess, position or whatever to, to get some shit done. But <clears throat> what's hard for me to believe is that he would both make the threat and the threat would be taken seriously by the Chinese people involved if there wasn't some merit to it, right? Mm -hmm. Like, no, I, I think even back then, people knew Hunter was a fucking retard. So I find it very highly unlikely that legit CCP-connected Japanese business people, or Ch Chinese business people, rather, 
are just taking his word for it that his dad's mad. There's no fucking way that happened, right? Yeah. Not not in then sending him millions and millions of dollars. Um so what if he did? What what if what if everything what if all of this is true? What if Joe was sitting in that room? What if he was peddling influence? What if he was doing it even when he was vice president? That's still not treason. Treason is, uh, 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 a ve- again, a very specifically divine crime. This would be influence peddling. And in the U.S., it's punishable by not more than one year in prison, uh, which makes it a misdemeanor, by the way, not a felony. That's the dividing line. One year imprisonment or more would be a felony. Okay. Uh, or a th- uh, not, And not more than a $1,000 fine. Here's the definition of treason per the Constitution. Uh, whoever, owing allegiance to the United States, levies war against them or adheres to their enemies, giving them aid and comfort within the United States or elsewhere, is guilty of treason and sh- shall suffer death or shall be imprisoned not less than five years and fined under this title, but not less than $10,000, and shall be incapable of holding any office under the United States. Nothing that I've seen Biden do so far is anywhere close to that. Like, you could say that China is an economic enemy of ours, but they're not a military enemy of ours. Where are we fighting them militarily? There's no declared war on China. This is, this is a very specific and narrow definition intentionally. So as a matter of fact, there was a version in the Constitution before that was changed to make it even narrower because this is a very serious crime. Um, but I am curious what people think about this because there's a lot of rhetoric going around. Is China an, an, an enemy of the United States? Like, could you make that case in federal court? No. That China is our enemy? I don't think you can. Um, and the reason being is we, we get so much shit from them. We buy so much shit for them. Shoes, phones, everything else. No, they're not an enemy. If they were, we wouldn't be doing any business with them whatsoever. Um, you know, the only question is, so if this was in 2017, yes, they were both out of office at this point. What's the crime and is this the fine and everything else? The, the crime would be uh, lobbying without being registered and then lobbying and then accepting money from a foreign entity, right? But is that and, crime to get you out of the White House? I don't. That's the tough I don't, part. I don't think that would prohibit somebody from running for office, no. Right. So, it, you know, he's currently in right now. I mean, certainly that would affect. I don't, I don't think getting censured by the Republican Congress or the Republican House, rather, is going to affect Adam Schiff's ability to run for statewide election or even a district election in, in California. It's not. I mean, yeah. did being but, impeached by the Democrat House affect Donald Trump at all? Well, he well, was he, gone. He lost. No, no, no. no, yeah. no. He but, lost. But I mean, I don't think that that do you really think that played a huge factor? Uh, no, not really. No. I, I think a lot of stuff played a factor, like ballot harvesting and shit like that. But um, no, that definitely didn't. And it's, but but Biden being convicted, or even a smoking gun of him specifically taking money from a foreign country for stuff, yeah, that would that would do it. Yeah, and I, I think it would be the DNC though. I don't think they would even bother leaving it up to the voters. You would just have to get them out of there at that point. Yeah, and look again. We're heading into this election, which is going to be a fucking wild one here um, coming up. Uh, and especially because I'm going to jump around to this other story here um, that just launched this morning. Was uh, Trump uh, is still leading here? Former President Trump uh, continues to lead and actually gains on his lead as the GOP frontrunner after being indicted on federal charges in early June. However, nearly half of GOP voters surveyed are skeptical over whether he should continue to lead the Republican Party. According to a new poll, 
this was NBC, by the way. Uh, so the new NBC poll shows a majority of Repu- Republican voters would vote for Trump in the Republican primary, with 51% listing him as their top choice. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis came in second with only 22% of the votes, and former Vice President Mike Pence was third with 7%. Uh, these new numbers come in comparison uh, to how the candidates fared the GOP voters in April. Uh, but he has gained on his lead. The other one in this poll, did you read the rest of it? Kamala is now the, the most disliked vice president yeah. in the history yeah. of our country. That's, that's been the case for a while. Man. I think she polls lower than any federally elected politician ever. Not just president or vice president, but anybody. <laughs> but you have those numbers. Yeah. And with what just happened with Biden going on, mm-hmm. does it matter who gets through Trump versus DeSantis in this if some of this shit actually starts to fall? Um, I mean, I, it's it, honestly, I think uh, the left might be forced to to put uh, Gavin Newsom in there. I, I don't. I I honestly don't think he can win because may, maybe if it was against Trump, the vote is divided enough against vote for vote against people. He could do that, but against DeSantis, there's definitely no way because DeSantis. Like I, I think a lot of middle middle of the road voters don't mind him that much because i look i asked this question about a week and a half ago is is uh newsom started jumping around on all these talk shows and interviews and all this other shit but you know taking out ads in florida it seems like he's the one that's running for president with everything that that keeps popping up with this biden investigation and all this other shit it certainly seems like they're prepping him to run for president or at least keeping him in the public eye enough that if one of these things actually does go down with Merrick Garland or somebody else, uh, they can at least elevate him potentially. Because Biden's got the easiest out of any president in the history of our country. Besides JFK, obviously, because he's got his head blown off. But uh, he can just say, look, I'm too fucking old. Mm. And just get out of the race. And nobody would look the other way. They'd be like, well, he is 80 fucking three years old or however old he is. And I think people would be fine with that. JFK should have walked it off first. <laughs> I think he tried. Um, he, tried. <clears throat> he, he went back uh, and to the left to grab something. Yeah. But uh, um, Yeah, I don't know. Um, there, so I'm just trying to read the tea leaves here with everything I'm seeing on, on television uh, and why certain candidates just keep popping up over and over and over again. And you're like, man, that guy's not in the fucking race. Mm. Why is Newsom out there? Long-term, Newsom is definitely going to be the face of the Democratic Party. I understand. But why now? Like, it just seems too fishy to do all these interviews now, a year before the election. If you weren't trying to pop in there for September-ish or or maybe later. So who was the, the, the most important speaker at the 2004 Democratic National Convention? Well, it was only because he was a good orator, and that was Obama. That's right, but it, now, it wasn't. It was, just it was kind was of good, an accident. It wasn't. It wasn't an accident. They knew exactly what they were doing. They ran him. In I didn't election. know anything about that fucking. You guy. didn't, but the DNC did. They ran. They they ran him out there in an election. They knew they couldn't win, mm-hmm. right? With a, a message that they wanted to send. That's going to recreate, or I'm, I'm sorry, reestablish the Democratic Party. Remember, they were like the late '90s Democrats were essentially modern Republicans, right? Right now, I I understand that. But with with Obama in 2004, for example, he didn't have anything. Right. Whereas Gavin Newsom has the worst fucking history in California. You're going to just let him keep going for four more years in fucking California like that? No, he's I think he's going to run for Senate and I think he will win that Senate seat. And then he will have 
no district, no state to be responsible for. All he's doing is spending the next four years lobbing bombs at whomever is in the White House, right? Even if it's uh, even if it's Biden, he's still going to be like, "Hey, we need to we need to fucking start over with the DNC. We need younger people and blah blah blah." We've seen it before. That's 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 Plan A. Plan B is to run him now. I think running him now is probably a mistake. Running him in 2028 is a better choice. I think in our sports show coming up here, Monday Morning Recap, uh, Daddy's going to put a little money on my bookie on on uh, Gavin Newsom coming out on this side. It, it just seems like too much at this point. Um, and I don't know how he's going to be able to, to withstand all of this. Uh, the other interesting part for the Republican side with the numbers we just read is what happens with a Trump indictment. Does anything happen with it? For fucking, what, seven years? The walls have been closing in on Trump. Nothing has really ever happened with this guy. Uh, The Teflon Don moniker has lived on, but will one of these catch him? Because you take Manhattan. Let's say that that case actually goes to trial there um, before the election. He's certainly not going to be in front of a jury of his peers there. Um, I mean, they're sending people away left and right up there. Uh, yeah, that dude from the subway just got he's, you know, now going to stand trial for choking out our favorite Michael Jackson impersonator, um, the guy with 45 crimes in six years. So I, I don't know. I, it's there, there's so many crazy options on both sides here. I, it wouldn't surprise me in the end if it was DeSantis versus Newsom or some version of that. Or like, I, I truly have no fucking idea. Uh, yeah, I could see that. But I, I still think plan. I honestly the DNC probably thinks this is an unwinnable election. I mean, when you're, it's one thing if you've got an unpopular president um, in a shitty situation, but it's another thing entirely if you have an unpopular president with dementia and then your second in command is the least like person in the entire country. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they have nothing at the top to, to be able to fix that. And yeah, you could you could say, well, what if they bring in this this hot shot from whatever the fuck, but I think they need, they Newsom needs time to distance himself from the shit he's created in California. I mean, they're experiencing a mass migration. Like that state's never seen for the first time in their history. They lost a congressional seat last year. Yeah. And there was a number yesterday that popped up. Uh, that's one third of the homeless population is in the state of California mm-hmm. right now. Look, it's a goddamn disaster. I live there. Um, and I, I got to see it happen firsthand, but um, man, I wonder with all this fucking shit whether or not. Because uh, I'll go back to 2020, man. I was I, I was wrong about that. I was like, how how is a guy going to win without going doing one single campaign stop, uh, sending everybody oh. else out, hiding in a basement? And I can tell you else? how like, they. I can tell you how that works. I know. I understand. But now, does that tactic? Uh, is that involved in in the next election, and then they win it, and it's another huge shock for everybody? I I think so. The left has won a couple of things, even this morning. The redistricting maps mm-hmm. that some Republicans have drawn are getting thrown out, uh, which will carry over into some redistricting maps that liberals have drawn as well. Right? Where at in certain states or uh, just no, nationally? The one this morning that was ruled on was Louisiana. I haven't looked to see if it's if the scope from Supreme Court is narrowed just to that jurisdiction or if it's a broader uh, rule about how, you, how you're supposed to go through the process of, of redrawing maps and stuff. But if it's a broader decision, that's going to be in the courts for the next year and a half, right? Yes. People trying to redraw districts and shit. Yep. Um, <clears throat> but Republicans have won, despite what you might hear, they've won quite a few court battles 
about ballot harvesting and things like that. And also everybody's kind of paying attention to it right now. Um, I don't know that the left is going to be able to pull some of the weird bullshit this time that they pulled last year. And if I, again, it's like, I'm a, I'm a baseball manager and my best player is out that game. Or let's say I'm, we're a home run hitting team and that's how we score most of our runs, but we're going to play in Oakland. It's a giant cavernous ballpark where not a lot, a lot of home runs are hit. I got to change up my strategy a little bit if I want to win. Or I'm just like, all right, I'm going to punt on this one. And, you know, hopefully when we get back to normal, it, it works for us. Sending out your fucking golden boy. Like if you were going to Oakland and you didn't think you were going to do really well there, maybe you save your number one starting pitcher for the Monday game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I yeah. don't know. Uh, I'm not sure, but uh, you know, after 2020, I was like, ah, this won't happen again. And then it did in 2022. I fully believe Carrie Lake won that election, for real. Like, I, 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 I can't believe in a state versus a national that you could sit there and do the same exact game plan of I'm not debating, I'm not leaving the basement, I'm not coming out and making any statements, and I'm just going to run. And then magically, all the votes were lost for what was it, three and a half weeks in Arizona mm-hmm. again. Um, after just going through what we went through in 2020, I mean, you have the dumbest state in the, in the, in the union, fucking Pennsylvania. They were able to figure the fuck out on election night after beefing it in 2016. Yeah. But, and again, we've talked about this before, but elections not being, not having the votes counted the same night that the election happens. That's not ever been the case before. I know the last couple of years. So, um, so how is it going to change? And then you look at Fetterman, Fetterman in there right now. I mean, how the fuck? Do we do we really believe that he got in? No. No. I don't either. I really. I mean, it's it's fucking insane. And they keep trotting him out as if we're the dumb people. They're like, oh hey man, no, it's fine. It's it's just this is this is normal. Everything that's happening. So I don't fucking know. Um, no. But it's a blast to have a podcast during this time right now mm-hmm. because the next year, I have no fucking idea what combination of these people. It's kind of like Major League Baseball playoffs now. Uh, where now you got so many fucking wild card teams in there, and then there's a layoff, and you're like, well, shit, how's that going to work? I, I have no idea how this is going to work. Um, so one com- different combinations of all four of these candidates, or five potentially, who knows? Then there's the JFK Jr. thing. I have no idea how that's going to shake out. Because um, over the course of the next year, if this shit starts to hit Biden pretty bad, mm-hmm. and let's say Newsom is unpopular in the polls and he leaps in there, is there a shot that he gets in there? And, and wins all the primaries? Like, no. fuck, dude. I don't know. He's shirtless on fucking Rogan and somebody else the other day. Beefing up weights. I mean, that's a Delco guy right there. What was he? What was RFK Jr. benching, dude? Did you see that? Not a lot. 115 pounds, and he was struggling to do it eight times on the incline. But he's, he's 70. Yeah, he's 70. Is that bad? Yeah, he's on all the gas. Which is nice, dude. He looks great. He looks great, but he looks not, fucking great. He's not very it just shows good. you you can yeah, stay you can on all the gas good. into your fucking seventies. Yeah, it sure does. And as, Schwarzenegger, as, as you should. Yeah, I just watched that uh, Schwarzenegger doc on Netflix. It's excellent, by the way. If you guys haven't watched it, um, still on the fucking gas, and that dude's seventy-six years old. It's I mean, it looks great. It looks fucking great, dude. Him and Stallone, they've set. They're the, they're the real fucking heroes. Those guys, they're scientists in my opinion. Yeah, um, they they use their body for the rest of us. Uh, I appreciate it. See what's going to happen. I do too. Uh, Next up, they're coming for your children. 
LGBTQIA plus whatever fucking alphabet. We're down to, I think, 19. There's only 18 or 19 letters left in the alphabet that they're not using currently. Uh, yeah, I think we should use the rest. Let's just go with a number now and just say, hey, it's 19. It's all the letters we have left. And, well, maybe uh, that's what the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy was trying to solve when they said 42. Could be. Could be. Uh, so there are activists participating in New York City's annual drag march on Friday sparked outrage for chanting, we're here, we're queer, we're coming for your children uh, in a Manhattan park. The marchers, many wearing flamboyant dresses and clothing, walk through Tompkins Square Park in the East Village Friday nights as part of the city's Pride Month celebrations. Uh, video of the march shows people laughing and joining in with the cheeky chants, including one dancing topless woman. Others can be heard chanting, we're here, we're queer, uh, and we're not going shopping. I don't know what that means. Yeah, who knows? But I like <laughs> it. Um, yeah, Bob, do you want to pull up that video? Probably on Twitter. Um, this is one of a couple of things that happened over the last week in the weekend with these uh, pride marches. And I'm, I'm, you know, I used to be fine with this stuff with pride marches in general, pride stuff, I'm completely opposed to it now and any company that entertains it, I'm going to fucking not deal with Yeah, because it, it's, it's become a menace now. It's not even about the point of how there, there's no, if you can explain to me precisely what right gay people and trans people don't have in the U S that everybody else has, then we'll fucking have a conversation, but it doesn't exist. No, it's fucking bullshit. So there was one, um, <clears throat> one small gathering where four kids, everybody's on drugs and there's four kids in a fucking room somewhere left to themselves. Uh, and then the, for the public events, um, I believe, was it Portland? I don't remember exactly which city. It may have been Seattle where a bunch of old gay dudes naked on their bicycles riding around in public right to jail, yeah. for public and decent exposure, right to jail. There's children there. Then another uh, one at a uh, park in New York where there's all these fat lesbians running around with their tits out, making out in front of children, right to jail. Sure. Go to fucking jail. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, it's like, what the fuck are we doing here? I don't know. Uh, and it seems like nobody cares about their kids or they just want their kids to be trans or I, I don't fucking know. Play this video. I haven't seen this video, Bob. just like freaks nothing but fucking the dregs of humanity this is probably really exciting for the audio listeners <laughs> it's that like a, oh the right. there was our witch dude that, that popped up not dude. the right video yeah that's the video at the top of the some. article that's the one we need. That's the only video in the article. And that's the only Christ. That's the only link with okay. the story. Uh, yeah, but with this, man. Uh, so this was right outside of my dorm in NYC uh, years ago when they had the Pride Festivals and all that shit. It just seems like it's ramped up over the years. Um, just go to Twitter and type in coming for your children. And uh, I got Tim Cast here. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah that'll work. It's fine. Now, this is supposed to be a joke, according to some leftist sure. online. Because when I'm making jokes, usually what I do is threaten to take people's children away from them. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Because that's funny, right? Anything involving kids is just it's great. It plays really well these days, you know. Um, I, I I don't know what audience you're talking to there at this point. Like, there, there's not one mom on earth who's going to be rad. Actually, I've seen a few online who were just like, "Oh, I can't wait till they transition." It's like, oh yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But for the most part, you're not going to gain any support from, you know, fucking moms around the world who were like, "Oh yeah, well, what let's what, what do support this. Should, should you expect to gain?" I don't know, but it's well, what else are you doing this for? And that when I look at this shit, I try to figure out why. Or what the intent is. And this, I, I, I just really don't understand. Uh, this is just... So I, I don't know that there's necessarily a lot of intent specifically behind this part of the movement. It's just a part of the broader movement, which is that these people, these status, these authoritarian pieces of shit, they think that uh, what's yours is theirs, mm-hmm. right? They believe in collectivism, which means the group owns everything. Right, including your children, including your fucking brain, what you're allowed to think and say. They think they own all this stuff. Right. right? That's what that's all this is. This is this is just the in this particular fucking gay ass movement, that's just the same expression that happens in every other movement of statist authoritarian nonsense. And these it's so funny because these are the people that have resist in the fucking fist in their fucking profile yeah. on Twitter, you know what I mean? But every institution that exists is supporting them. Yeah. It's like you have to be wildly delusional to participate in this in the first place. But imagine how crazy you have to be to think that somebody else, some some middle America person, just a, an individual person, disagrees with you, and somehow that constitutes oppression. Right. Yeah, it's uh, it's getting strange. And, and as a parent, when you have to have these conversations, like I, I finally had to have one, and I knew it would come eventually. I just didn't know when or what. And it was actually Mr. Beast. Uh, so my kid watches, he's nine, he watches mm-hmm. all this Mr. Beast videos. So Mr. Beast's best friend is in the, the process of transitioning. Uh, now, the guy is over 18. He's probably in his 20s, I would say. Uh, he was married with two kids, got divorced, and is in the process of transitioning. Well, you know, you watch all these videos, and he, they pump one out, you know, usually week, 10 days uh, out. And <laughs> the last few of my kids, like, why does that Chris guy starting to look like a woman? And I'm like, um, you know, I'm going to have to ask your mom uh, about that for this. I don't really know what to tell him or what to tell a nine-year-old at this point. And that's the problem I have with I, all No, this. you do know what to tell him. These people are mentally unstable. They're delusional, right? They ignore a very basic science, and you shouldn't talk to them. And if an adult approaches you about this stuff, you come tell me first. No, totally. But at nine, I don't know if that would translate like if you would get it and that's the hard time that i think uh most of us parents have where it's just like shit what do you because what do you say about science they don't really understand that right Mm -hmm. um so how do you break it down on a level that they would understand and uh and have a normal conversation about it that's what's troubling for me i guess and uh i kind of push that to the side for for a day or so, and I'll circle back with my wife on that and try to figure this the fuck out. But now that you're going in the streets and everything else, and if you're putting your kids in the middle of this shit, like, have fun, man. In the years of therapy and everything else that will come with all this fucking bullshit, man. Have fun with it. Yeah, the detransition rate, by the way, is like 70 plus oh, it's percent. fucking gnarly, I dude. mean, it's, this, is, this is very dumb. It's gnarly. We, we are truly living in the dumbest period in human history. That's going to get worse. We should all just move to Pennsylvania and lean into it. I, that's what I say. Like, 
I think Biden should run with, with Fetterman. We just lean into this. We're the dumbest fucking country in the world. Mm-hmm. And who cares at that point? And we can do it all from Pennsylvania. Everything. We'll move the White House up there. We'll do everything from Pennsylvania. Well, I used who to be there. fucking cares? Yeah, not not the White House, but the U.S. Capitol let's used to be in, back, in Philly. Let's move it back there. Um, those guys couldn't even keep a fucking bell upright. Like, let's move it back, dude. Let's take it all back there. I'd add charm, you know. That Actually, the, the cracking of the Liberty Bell is kind of a good analog for American society. Yeah. It's like liberty, but it's a little fucked up. It's, uh, it's, it's going to come fragmented. It's you know? liberty, but we fucked it up. <laughs> that's, that's the story of America. Uh, uh, next up, the American Invasion. The Republican chair of the House of Homeland Security Committee has said it was very likely that military personnel were being inserted into the United States by China by crossing the southern land border. Huge shock there. Uh, announcing an investigation into the security of Homeland uh, Security. Alejandro Mayorkas. That another, guy's an- awesome, dude. Another guy who is, uh, well, he's going to leave now, but he was. they were going to impeach him as well. When is he leaving? Do we know that? I don't know yet. Is that... I would show up for that. I would show up at that party for. Him. Yeah, he's not great. He's the fucking worst. Um, has he even been to the border? Uh, I, what I know from my border patrol people is that he shows up to some of their outposts sometimes and gives them time off, like he gives them comp days. That's how he's been trying to bribe people to say nice things about him. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, that's fun. A couple of days off here yeah. and there. That's not bad. Comp days, yeah. Which yeah. Comp, comp days that they can't actually use because they're working overtime every day. That's hilarious. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Mark Green, a former U.S. Army serviceman and uh, representative for Tennessee, claimed many of the Chinese nationals entering America were military aged men, many of them having known ties to the ruling uh, CCP party and People's Liber- uh, Liberation Army. Um, I, that photo we saw, shit, we did this on the news, uh, what was it, th- three months ago? Um, there was like fucking 50 Chinese people and they were all dudes, like young men who looked yeah. like that. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, is that what they're referring to? Yeah. As of, uh, public data shows you, uh, CBP customs and border protection, um, in 2023 has seen a spike in encounters of Chinese nationals, um, and of Russian nationals as well. As of April, there have been 9,854 and this is about two weeks old. So it's probably more than that, but there have been a total of 9,854 encounters uh, so far in fiscal year to date, which runs from October to September. So since October of 2022, we've seen about 10,000 uh, Chinese, just Chinese people um, show up at the border. Now, um, 1,500 of them were individuals inside of a family unit, which means they already had somebody here in the States mm-hmm. or they were with a family member at the time when they were trying to cross the border or something like that. 8,300, 8,304 were single adults. I'm sure it's fine, right? Yeah. Nothing to see, right? Not, that's, not, that's not great. No, um, sure isn't. It didn't look great from the picture we showed a few months and this ago. And is, this is why you have, it, it's, the, it's kind of the inverse of the conversation about having... Um, giving the government more power because the government's eventually going to use that against somebody else. It's like, well, we don't need to secure the border. It's just people looking for work coming over here and we shouldn't try to stop them because we need that labor, which is by the way, a true statement. We need migrant labor to do well, I think, um, because I'm not doing that job. Right. Um, uh, uh, but you make the rules for the worst case scenario and you limit the government's power for the worst case scenario. It works. It's a sliding scale and it works in both fucking directions. You don't do it to disabuse the Guatemalan dude who's just trying to escape 
fucking uh, uh, narco-terrorism. Mm-hmm. You do it because of this bullshit right here. And now we just have 10,000 Chinese uh, uh, dudes of military age just coming over the border yeah. whenever they feel like it. That doesn't seem like a very good idea. Now, what, what else do we know about this? We know that the CCP has been setting up military outposts and police outposts inside the United States to hunt down Chinese citizens who fucking say nasty shit about China online, mm-hmm. for example. And what they do is they go to their house and say, hey, you still got family back there. You might want to keep your fucking mouth shut. And we're allowing that to happen in our country. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Joel has got a hot white bride overseas that he can't get over here. But all these fuckers are having no problems. Joel, I feel bad. Does your wife call you a loser because you can't sneak her into the country? Like, how is that working out? She, she's the one that insists on doing it the right way, actually. Joel would totally break the law. Where's his face at? Joel, let me see your face right now. It's hard to see yeah, the yeah, There it is. Yeah. From what I understand, uh, Joel would break the law. Homeland Security had them make love in front of an agent, and uh, the agent found it unconvincing. Hmm. <laughs> Joel and his wife. I, that, that checks out. That's because Joel kept trying to invite the dude in, though. Yeah. It was just That's like, all that hey, was. do you want some tie? You want some pad tie? Or how's that going to work out? Wait, what does pad tie have to do anything? You she's, know, she's from the Czech Republic. There's, there's what do no, they eat in the Czech Republic? There's nothing like having a like good cold soup, a uh, good screw in front of people, and then some pad tie afterwards. You know, just some just relaxing with some good Cabbage. pad tie. Cabbage oh. and cold soup. Over there? Cold no, he's not going to treat Cabbage. her like that. No, that's what they eat. They don't have real food over there. She will when she gets over here, you know? Yeah, she'll... Well, she's vegan. Oh, she's vegan? Yeah. Oh, boy. But not like a moral vegan. She's... It's something to do with Is he married to Robert Downey Jr.? Are we going to find that out later? Maybe. I mean, if we could put her in blackface and see if she can do that voice from Tropic Thunder, if that's the case, we're in. Yeah. He is a character actor. Sure is. Who? RDJ? Or Joel. Both, both Both are. Yeah, both are who have been elevated to starring roles. Um, as far as these uh, 10,000 Chinese people, by the way, um, apparently Homeland Security said the first thing they did was started going pee-pee in everyone's Coke. Oh, man. I wanted to leave with that. You know, I had to today. I had to today. If we can't inject some casual racism into this show, what are we even doing it I don't for? know that that's even racist. Sure is. Sure is. Do you remember? It came with the eyes when we were kids. Remember? You had to do the eyes along with it. You go pee-pee in your Coke. That was the whole thing, dude. At least it wasn't Georgia. Uh, there was also worse shit down there at that time. But whatever. Uh, last but not least here, the sunlight, the sunlight is the best disinfectant. BlackRock CEO Larry Fink said he's no longer using the term ESG, which is environment, social, and governance, because it is being politically weaponized. And he's ashamed to be a part of the debate on the issue. Uh, how the world's largest asset manager frames its investment approach is a leading indicator for the markets because BlackRock manages $9.2 trillion. Is it trillion dollars? God damn it. Trillion with a T. T like titties. Shit. By the way. God damn. Also starts with a T. Yeah, sure does. BlackRock's bullish outlook on responsible environmental, social, and governance investing is being blasted by conservatives as woke capitalism and has drawn boycotts from Florida to Texas. Fink has been a major proponent of factoring in climate change risk to investing strategies and corporate leadership. In a conversation at the Aspen Ideas Festival on Sunday, I've never heard of that. 
I've been to a lot of festivals. I've not been to the Aspen Ideas Festival. Do you submit your idea on a cue card and then they call you? Think acknowledged that's uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis' decision to pull $2 billion in assets hurt his firm in 2022, but made it clear last year was his company's best year to date. Uh, when pressed on the statement later in the conversation, Fink backtracks. He said, I never said I was ashamed. He said incorrectly, I'm not ashamed. I do believe in a conscious capitalism. I'm not going to use the word ESG because it's been misused by the far left and the far right. Well, it's, it hasn't been, though, right? ESG has not been misused. Um, the left sees ESG as a means of leveraging capital and monopolistic power to expunge divergent viewpoints, mm -hmm. ones they don't agree with, and to expunge dissent from society. And the right sees it as another analog to, as I said before, government power being leveraged against them. Whatever kind of concentrated institutional power people have, they typically try to leverage it against people, uh, leverage against other people. Um, <clears throat> our read as a society on this has been precisely accurate. Mm -hmm. And that's why he's trying to backtrack now. And the, and the recent doubling down of major companies like Bud Light and others, which they just hosted a big pride fucking festival up in Toronto this weekend. I think it was Coors too. Coors uh, did yeah, as well, yeah. yeah. Um, they're doubling down on this stupid gay woke bullshit while their bottom lines fucking collapse yeah. is all the evidence you need that this has nothing to do with making money. It's all about a long game of establishing control over you mm -hmm. and whatever means they have. So keep doing what you're doing. Criticize BlackRock, State Street, Vanguard, and anybody else that has anything to do with any of this stupid bullshit. And whatever new term they come up for it, for, for ESG to replace ESG, uh, they're going to replace DEI soon as well because that's getting wildly unpopular in a lot of places uh, in academia. Whatever it is, trash that too. Stay informed about this stuff and don't let these motherfuckers have one second to breathe. Yeah, because uh, I, I would have said this was all a conspiracy probably two or three years ago. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't think it is. Well, it's definitely a conspiracy. It's just not a theory anymore. Yeah, it's a goddamn I, fact. It's just it's one of those things where company after company after company continues to do this shit and just lose millions, if not mm -hmm. billions, of dollars on some of this shit. Uh, but when you're all owned by the same companies, it really doesn't matter. You're just kind of trying to test shit. This out. is an investment for them. Yeah, it's an investment yeah. in gaining control over the broader population and getting control over every phase of the supply chain, both in product and in finance. Mm -hmm. That's what they want. They, you have to come to them for the purchase and the sale. You have to come to them for the regulatory part. You have to come to them uh, uh, for the adjudication of differences between you, everything. It all belongs. The whole chain is owned by them in some way, even if it's just 7 to 15%, which is what they own in every major corporation, right? Like they, they get a scrape off of every single thing. Yeah. Uh, what I was trying to, th to figure out over the weekend, because I saw the course thing you were talking about, and I was like, there's no fucking way they did that. Uh, but, but with that. Well, Coors was two weeks ago. This past weekend was. Was Bud Light again? Bud Light in okay. Toronto, yeah. Doubling um, down on their stupidity. Gotcha. So, just, but just looking at it, uh, what went on, all I kept thinking to myself was, is the, the master plan of all of this shit could, to, to kind of turn Pride Month into like Valentine's Day where you're just forced to, we, we just finally talked everybody into this holiday of Valentine's Day where you're buying shit, you're going out, you're spending money, you're doing all this stuff. Is that what they're trying to do with Pride Month or is it the, 
the country as a whole. That's the, is it just about capitalism for this one no. month and everything else that's around no. it? That that's the low level part of it. That's that's the the low hanging fruit. The actual goal is to weed out dissent and make people who are just like, could I please just fucking watch this football game? That person is now a fucking domestic violent extremist. They're hateful, mm. right? They're a Nazi, whatever the fuck. And over time, more and more people, in the same way that the Nazis use social pressure to convince everybody to keep silent about the fucked up shit they were doing to Jews and gay people and retards and all this other stuff, it's just the inverse of that, right? You're just making people feel socially uncomfortable speaking their mind and once you can control what people will even say out loud you control everything it's yeah. the end that's the end not not and it's not it's not it's about money but it's not just about money it's about it's about quelling any kind of dissent in the future so you have no uh uh, uh, uh the, nobody in the future can challenge you right that's the point uh but what's but with that with blackrock what what are they controlling? Let's just take the pride issue and everything that's going on this month uh, and the back and forth between corporations of what to do and what not to do. Why pride in particular then and doing because all this it's, shit? Because it's divisive. So right? you think no matter but, what the issue pride, is, they pride, would do it? But pride wasn't divisive, right? There was, a, there was a sweet spot from like, what, 20, Bob, what would you say? 2014, 15 until like two years ago? No, I'd no, say like... Maybe when even, it became mainstream before it became controversial like it is now, I'd say like maybe early Obama years yeah. to a couple of years after Agrafell, Agrafell, whatever. Agrafell, yeah, yeah. So it's like there's a there's maybe let's let's say it's a ten year period okay. where nobody gave a fuck about gay stuff anymore. No, no. So what cared. did they do? What what did they do? They brought kids into it, right? And made it divisive again, and now it's a wedge issue, and now it's now they have the ability, and it's it's like. Think, think about it in, in terms of uh, like a pincer movement in war. Uh, I'm head to head with an enemy and then I fucking flank them on both sides and then collapse my flank and then fucking fight through that to what's called an eliminate advance, an LOA. It's a pincer. You're just doing like this mm-hmm. over and over. You're constantly progressing forward. And once the fighting comes to a lull and everybody's starting to get along and stuff like that, you got to fucking push it farther. And the only way that they could figure out apparently to push it farther was to start getting kids involved in this stuff. Yeah. And I'm, then look, not, it, it not makes just sense. kids. I, I, it's, oh, I'm sorry. It wasn't just kids. It's also stealing femininity away from women. Mm-hmm. Right. That's why there's all these fucking tranny influencers now telling women how to be better women. Right. right? I mean, it's like stuff that's so crazy and so offensive that the only way you would even try that is if enough of the population, a plurality of the population, was so fucking brainwashed by this nonsense that not only will they accept that, but they'll fight on its behalf. That's, that's the point of all this. But, Dan, I will say this. Um, who's going to tell women how to be better at their job than men? I mean, let's be real. I mean, that's always been the case, you know? The suffrage act shouldn't have happened, Dan, and it did, so we got to make up for it there. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, uh, now it's time for the drinking bro of the week. Who's here? Who's back there? Who do we got back there today? Uh, pop on up, dude. You brought us. Uh, you brought us some tequila. You brought us some pizza. Uh, you brought us via three one three, by the way, which is best in the biz out here in Austin. Uh, favorite pizza in the city is via three one three. Favorite barbecue is JNL barbecue. We'll list all of our favorites. I haven't found good Thai or or good Chinese yet. Uh, but we'll see. 
Uh, you can you can make your submission for uh, Drinking Bro of the Week on drinkingbros.com. Click on the submission form. It goes in live to our inbox, and, uh, and we'll read it live on air. Or if you're in the Austin area, you can just stop by the studio and join the show. Uh, welcome. You've been on before. Tell everybody your name. Hey, what's going on? I'm David Jones. David Jones, dude. Thank you for the pizza and the of booze. Of course, of course. What's the significance of this, by the way? This, I this... have no idea. Really? I saw it. It looked good. And I was like, you know what? Ross likes tequila. He's about to go on a nice long vacation over the 4th of July weekend. I might as well, you know, make him sure he enjoys it. Yeah, it's not It's not really a vacation for me. Um, I wish it was. But uh, going back to see my father uh, fighting through uh, some cancer right now, so... Uh, I'll be there, and then uh, hopefully, so he'll be out uh, of that on Wednesday afternoon, and then we'll see what happens after that. Fourth uh, of July is next week. You going anywhere? No, I have a wedding to attend to on Saturday. Uh, still plus one available, so hit me up in the DMs if uh, you'd like a plus Look one. Look at that, dude! You looking for a dude or a lady? Either or, you know, someone no who shit. wants to have someone who wants to party, get drunk, and have fun. A whole yeah. a whole. Oh, 20 bucks is 20 bucks. That's all I got to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, who'd you like to give Drinking Bro of the Week yeah. to? Uh, two people, if that's okay. Yeah, fire away. Cool. Uh, so my grandfather, RIP, he passed away after his birthday at 95. Uh, just attended his funeral uh, last week in Virginia. Ah, shit, I'm sorry uh, to hear Arlington. Uh, great dude. Uh, learned a lot from him. Uh, he he passed away the way he wanted to. Yeah, and uh, he uh, he was a great dude. Uh, couldn't Couldn't respect anybody more than him. Really? Uh, and Eric Tanzi. Uh, shout yeah. out to Eric Tanzi, Tanzi the Wolfpack man. FTS. Woo! Yeah, dude. Uh, great dude. Saw him in April. Uh, met up with him. Great host. Uh, he definitely showed me around Clayton. And well, there's can't not, get a better there's not dude much than that. to see in Claytona Beach other than his <laughs> rum distillery. That's <laughs> true. He probably yeah. has the dopest place in Clayton. I he does. Yeah. He, he has the he has the best place in Clayton. I, w- I would say, mm-hmm. and it's probably the only place. Um, we did a live show there years ago. That's how we became friends with him. Love Tansy. Uh, shout out to Tansy. But uh, yeah, we the, the distillery is awesome. I don't know what else is in Clayton in Claytona yeah. Beach. There, you know, there's a nice coffee shop and a nice little downtown area to walk around. Is there but, really? Yeah, I, we didn't we didn't go walk around there. I think we had a who were we doing that night? Uh, Partying? No, it was NC State versus Clemson. Okay, because uh, about fifteen minutes up the road there, um, <laughs> brutal game. Yeah, NC State was all up for it. It was thirty-five to zero at the end of the first quarter. I'm not kidding. Trevor Lawrence had I think five touchdowns. That was nuts, dude. Uh, but we had a great time there, and I enjoyed it. And uh, and if you're in the Clayton area, uh, check out uh, Tansy's Rum Distillery. Mm-hmm. That place rocks. Instill mm-hmm. Distilling down there. Uh, thanks for being here, buddy. No, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate you, it. Y'all put it on a great show, great studios. You know, a lot has changed from September till now, except for the 290. I mean, 290 is still the 290. It's fucking yeah. nuts, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know what they're. I don't. How long is that going to take? Uh, so odds over under five to ten. <sighs> I thought it was a commercial realtor who was out here. She was like, "Man, I think eight to ten and I Ooh. was like, "All right," because they're coming down this way. Yeah. So and which is fine. This land will be worth, you know fuck ton of money and yeah how long we'll be here after the 10 years who knows like i have no idea but it's it's wild every time i drive by there i'm like what the fuck is going in here it just seems endless down there there better be a waffle house i hope so plenty of fights to record and maybe some bums you know why not bring bum bring back bum fights i and you got to get some nice restaurants out here there's good restaurants downtown there's not in this this little stretch out here we need it um right now they got a fucking uh what do they put up uh popeyes uh what's the pan express they put up and p terry's 
uh, is what they put up. I thought it was PT Terry's. It, it is PT Terry's, right. um, but allegedly they're, they're, they took the, the other T off. Um, but I heard a nasty little rumor about Panda Express today that they're mm-hmm. testing out Dolphin? an orange chicken sandwich to rival Popeye's and to rival uh, Chick-fil-A. So we'll see. Orange chicken, dolphin. They should bring back some dolphin. Well, they might. They might. We'll see what happens. Thanks for tuning in, kids. Go to iTunes, rate the show a five-star, and leave a quick review. Also, head on over to Spotify. It's just a five-star, and you can walk away. For D'Anthony, D'Anthony Holloway, I'm Ross Patterson. This is Drinking Bros Fake News. Good night, everyone. Will you do my voice? (laughs) I wanted to. (laughs) 